Serb Halpern, the T1 of Brass. I'm Carson Sestouli. This is Fangraphs Audio. My guest on this edition of Fangraphs Audio, making his weekly appearance, is CBSSports.com's Eye on Baseball, an author of two books, one of them serviceable, Dane Perry. The attentive listener will note, perhaps, that today's edition of Fangraphs Audio has, in fact, been released on a Saturday. This, of course, uh, has everything to do with the terrific demands that the impending trade deadline has placed on Dane Perry and his gentleman's schedule. In what follows, Perry and I address at some length the demands that both the trade deadline and the iron-fisted bosses of CVSSports.com have placed on Dane Perry as the trade deadline approaches. Of course, we discuss some other things, too, in particular the fabulous drug-related exploits of the pastor from a megachurch in Dane's hometown of Gulfport, Mississippi. Before we begin, however, I'd like to make one note to those listeners who've come to this podcast expecting the sort of analysis that can be found within the electronic pages of Fangraphs. Note that that sort of analysis is not what you can expect to find in what follows. However, if that's the sort of thing in which you're interested, allow me to draw your attention to three other podcasts that we record during the week, typically a Monday edition in which Dave Cameron, our managing editor, analyzes all baseball. Uh, typically on Thursdays, David Laurel, the curator of our excellent print Q&A series, conducting audio interviews with noteworthy baseball personalities. And of course, on Fridays, the Fantasy Edition or the Fantasy Friday edition of the podcast. That said, however, I shall keep you no longer from this edition of Fangraphs Audio with Dane Perry, which begins right now. Here. Okay, meaning? I have a new computer. Ah, yes, I uh, have admired the quality of the GIFs. Or as you call them. I refer yes. to them as GIFs, of course. Yes, yep. yes. Is this a Mac? It is not a Mac. Oh, well. It is a well, Lenovo ThinkPad. It is a uh, an X230 model. It's a relatively new, and it has a... a Especially good processor uh, relative mm-hmm. to its size. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what other ways do you support populist bigotry? I'd assume most of them. Okay. Fair enough. All right. You know that reminds me. Uh, yes, Carson. What does that remind you of? Well, you oh, know, oh, 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 having some goldfish. <laughs> you know that um, I spend quite a lot of my time uh, trying to separate myself from the. Um, the crowd. <laughs> Trying to distinguish myself from the crowd. I'll take your word for it, I guess. From the vulgar mob. The vulgar crowd, yeah. Yeah, the vulgar crowd. Okay. I was uh, reflecting on it's this brief, briefly today about our country, uh, about the United States, which is kind of a... It's a silly country. Like, no, I think we can agree with that, no. you can You can agree, you say? I, there's too many goldfish in your mouth. Well, I mean, i goldfish. Generally, spe- generally speaking, you can agree with the fact that we live in a we live in a silly country. We are silly, but we need to be told how great we are. Right. Right. Curious thing that, uh, and this is not I'm this is not an important announcement or anything. This is just something that happened in my head. Is that mm-hmm. uh, uh, essentially it is a country full of the castoffs of other countries? Is that is that a, about right? 
Well, I think you're describing Australia, but I'll go with it. Well, no, certainly Australia, no doubt. Yeah. But Australia does not really have the um, the reach, and that the United States does, and also no one lives. I mean, not a lot of people live in the middle part of our country, but like no one lives in the middle part of that country. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can't. I think literally humans cannot live there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so it's a it's a country. This United States, generally speaking, full of the the uh, the poorest and least educated people from all the other. I mean, from, certainly from uh, certainly from Europe. Yeah, um, people who would rather fight in a civil war than survive a potato famine, basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or attempt to survive, I mean, or die trying, one assumes. Yeah, well, nom, 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 nom. Yeah. So continue? Um, well, I don't know. It's, uh, that's what country we live in. No wonder it's such a silly country. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying we, we don't have uh, strains of nobility. We do have some, I guess, but yeah. not, not very many. Yeah. 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 The Habsburgs. What a silly! Because the only reason you'd ever really leave your country, and then once you were in in the new country, the only reason that you would oh, sorry, the only reason you would you would take a horse drawn carriage uh, mm-hmm. across the across the middle part of that new country um, with your family, and they all die of typhoid and diphtheria. Uh-huh. The only reason you'd do that is because your circumstances were so poor. Uh-huh. Where you were currently located, that you mm-hmm. felt compelled to do that. That's the only reason you would do that. There's no, you're not sitting enjoying a martini right. in your in your study, in mm-hmm. your drawing room, and then mm-hmm. I was like, eh, for fun. That you would never do that. Right. Yeah. Sounds nice though. Yeah. Well, I because I was thinking about that. I I had sh- a shameful thought because I considered for one moment I um, what did what did I do? I um, I broke one of my own rules. And is that I did a little bit of reading about current events, Dane. Yes. It, yeah. <laughs> nothing to be gained ever. That is true. From um, from reading about true. current events, and I did that uh, with regard to uh, the tragedy in Aurora, uh, yes. Aurora, Aurora. Colorado, and uh, and then I made an even bigger mistake, which is I reflected momentarily in my head and might have even <laughs> read some internet opinions on uh, gun control. Would they be five-alarm political opinions? <laughs> Some of them might have been five-alarm. Yeah, I, and so I've, I, these are all mistakes that I made during <laughs> during the last 24 hours. Um, and I happened to read, and I'll tell you this, because I have a feed, and I might have even shared this Google Reader feed, the RSS feed with you, that yes. it has, um, it's, a, it's a collection of feeds, I should say, from a number of different major dailies and other important... Mm-hmm. Media outlets, but just the baseballing portion Important of them. organs. Yeah, uh, just the baseballing feeds. However, it so happens that um, for whatever reason, in that the Dallas Morning News, all of their news gets pushed out through. I, I don't know if it's just one feed or that they have or whatever. It's not. It's more than just baseball news, and uh-huh. I don't know if it's specific to the Dallas metro region. Or if this is how all newspapers are, and I just don't, and I don't read them. Uh, I happen to, uh, I have the, you get atrocity after atrocity is is pumped out of the Dallas Morning News RSS feed, and 
I just the worst things. People set on fire. People are set on fire daily in Dallas, is what I know. But I happened yeah. to come across a news story which concerned fifteen either illegal immigrant workers or mi- migrant workers or both mm-hmm. in uh, the Dallas metro region somewhere. I guess fifteen mm-hmm. workers who had died in a van, the back of a van. Right. Which is, I was yeah. forced to acknowledge, my brain forced me to do this, realize that it is more people that died in the Aurora, Colorado shooting. And well, I was forced to reflect all of this involuntarily, but uh-huh. <laughs> this, is, this happened. I was forced to reflect on why the story in Colorado would receive more attention than the one in Texas, despite the fact that... Do you see what, what happened here, Dane? I see where you're going, yeah. yeah. Uh, None yeah. of this voluntarily. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In any yeah. case, well, yeah, in, I, I think the, uh, uh, you know, the circumstances of the story, obviously. So, yeah. But, right. Yeah. In any case, I consider, but I just think that. Uh, so what I, well, what it made me realize is we live in a silly country. The country is silly. I uh, I recently encountered something that made me reflect on the silliness of this country. Okay. Uh, and it has to do with Texas and guns. Oh, is that right? Yeah. No. There was a gentleman uh, checking out, and this will surprise no one, at a Texas Walmart. can't remember the town. Well, I know it could have been Dallas. Uh, he reached for his wallet. Wait, wait, can I pause for a second? You were really eating those goldfish. I'm eating some goldfish. I told you I was eating goldfish. Yeah, okay. You're just, yeah. You're really going after it. I like goldfish. Okay. Okay? I buy a lot of goldfish. Yeah. My son and I eat a lot of goldfish. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a problem with that? No, no. I have no problem. It's just audible. Yeah. I mean, your appreciation for them is audible. Yeah. So is your ma- mawing. You are... Delicious. Like like a cow would chew cud is how you are <laughs> chewing those goldfish. <laughs> There might be some stuck in my craw. <laughs> I've, listen, you've tried to show me your craw before, and it, <laughs> I feel bad for anything that gets stuck in there, even if it's an inanimate, you know, overprocessed food stuff. Anyhow. Yeah. Man reaches for uh, his wallet. Man reaches for wallet to pay for his patriotic goods. Uh, instead of retrieving his wallet, he retrieves his concealed carry handgun. Uh-oh. Which goes off, uh, shoots him in the ass. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the bullet leaves through the exit wound, uh, hits the floor, and shrapnel hits a four-year-old. The four-year-old is fine. Okay. But this gentleman, this concealed carry savior, uh, <laughs> who could have stopped the Aurora shootings if only he'd been there, uh, then ran. <laughs> I mean, he's licensed to carry his weapon, but mm-hmm. he shot himself in the ass trying to pay for something at Walmart. Yeah, and he ran. Yeah, and the cops caught him. Yeah, well, yeah. The, you say the cops caught him. To my mind, that was uh, what I like to call a foregone conclusion. Yeah, we can. <laughs> I think just from the actions, the preceding actions, we're gonna guess yeah. this guy ain't no Einstein. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Like not even yeah. he's not even. Like my next door neighbor, uh, uh, Josh Einstein. Not even that smart. Yeah, Josh. Josh Einstein. 
What about Chad Einstein? Chad, well, his brother was clever. His brother was clever. Yeah. <laughs> he was plucky. Yeah. In any yeah. case, uh, so what you're suggesting is... Well, I'm well, suggesting, and I, and I am, uh, you know, being a Mississippi born and bred and a former resident of Texas as well, uh, I'm not anti-gun. I owned guns for a long time, not in Illinois, because I don't know what's going on in terms of laws. Right. And you but don't care enough You don't care enough to pursue it. I do not. And I have a, you know, four-year-old male child in the house. Uh, who would find it? Who would definitely find probably it? Probably not mix well with Thundersticks, <laughs> you know. So, but I just, I don't get the mentality in Texas, presumably rural or suburban Texas, the need to, I'm going to Walmart, where is my handgun? Just well, in case. One presumes that the, it is with him at all times, not merely... A, oh, yeah, I'm sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever Texas can do as Texas will. I'm not going to go protest or anything, but it's just the, the mentality escapes me. Uh, even as someone who lives in a substantially more dangerous area than this gentleman in rural or suburban Texas. Okay. I don't feel the need to pack. Right. Yeah. There it is. Ultimately, the need to pack is a, uh, an act of fear and cowardice, I would submit. And with that, I'm through derailing the podcast. Actually, you—it's your fault. You started. It's my fault, right? Well, it's my brain's fault for having yeah. those thoughts yeah. to begin with. I shouldn't have had those thoughts. If, I, I would encourage you, if you would like more of these thoughts and to become further discouraged about the state of our nation, to read the comments on any Yahoo article ever. You've mentioned—you've mentioned this this a couple yeah. times, and it seems like because you mention it, it yeah. seems like maybe something you do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I wander on the Yahoo homepage. Uh, frequently, I'm not really sure how that happens, but I end up there. And I will see an article of interest. I'll say, hey, let me see what this is about. Invariably, I will wander down the comments section, and it it is within two posts that you read the dumbest thing you've read in years. <laughs> Always. Always. Uh, yeah, actually, for a time, um, for a time, I was... Um very excited about basketball, and I would read the Ball Don't Lie uh-huh. blog with some frequency. Right, yeah. And um, even there, and I would say that the level of writing there was pretty high. Yeah. Uh, especially for a blog that's sort of like a general purpose sporting yeah. blog. Mm-hmm. And uh, But the I would say the level of reader was not as high as the level of writing sometimes. Oh, well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And which is why, and that, that's why we are... Um, at Knockraft, so we have quite a small readership. In fact, sometimes yeah. zero zero page views over the course of an entire day. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love our readership. Right, but but when people do yeah. read it, uh, it's a very yeah. select crowd. Yes. Yeah. People <laughs> people we probably know. <laughs> uh, no. Well, certainly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So in any case, <laughs> in any case that happens. So I will uh, just to give you an update. The um, we are recording, and this, we are recording uh, with a new, not new equipment, well, new equipment is since I have a new computer. It's a uh, different version of Skype. Uh, okay. I, I cannot, I don't know for a fact, that, I think the levels are are fine, but I can't guarantee I'm it. a goldfish! <laughs> uh, you mentioned briefly there, Dane, uh, the... <laughs> you, 
You're a southern. That? You're a southern gentleman. Uh, I am. No more. Uh, in, in no instances was this made more apparent <laughs> than your recent post uh, regarding Jeff Hew- Jeff Hewson, uh, Rockies. Yes. Rocky's color man Jeff Hewson, yeah. uh, disapproving, a- aka disapproving pastor. Yes, uh, you I would, do thanks for that. You do have well. I, I I saw I captured that expression. I was actually fulfilling my duty as a uh, as resident gift maker mm-hmm. uh, for because uh, I do I will occasionally um, I, I accept reasoned reasonable requests for gifts. We, we do request a gift at mm-hmm. Nagrafts. We, we accept. Reasonable requests and uh, a, a reader submitted uh, a reader submitted one, and um, so I produced a gift. But I noticed that when just um, when uh, just the you know the the first shot you get is of uh, Jeff Houston and his partner, and I, there was a there was like a second's worth of Jeff Houston making that face, <laughs> and I thought I thought Dane Perry I thought if ever there was a moment where Dane Perry would rise to a challenge. And there aren't many of those moments. No, there are not. But uh, you did yeah. it right. And yeah. uh, <laughs> you, used, you you demonstrated even, an even more intimate knowledge of this sort of uh, megachurch pastor than, than I would have anticipated. Well, you know, there's, a, uh, there's actually a, uh, uh, some second-hand personal experience in that. Which is? Uh, when I was growing up in Gulfport, Mississippi... There's a pastor of Pastor Road Baptist Church named Ricky Edwards. Which Great is, name uh, already. Surprised well, yeah, which stock is car just driver. a perfect, creepy pastor name. Yeah. He was uh, young and handsome. Uh, I, I want to say I have a memory. I can't verify if this is a true memory, but I have a memory of seeing him in, like, mirrored uh, Jim Jones sunglasses, you know, okay. having that creepy look to him. Yeah. He did, however, have a billboard on Pass Road fittingly enough, as he was pastor at Pastor of Baptist Church, uh, of him behind prison bars with a, you know, vigorous look on his face, angry and strained, and it said, Ricky Edwards shaking the gates of hell. This is the billboard. Yeah. Pastor of Baptist Church. I, I'm not sure what it was advertising, but uh, that was, yeah, I was presumably to draw people to Pastor at Baptist Church. Right. Uh, months later, <laughs> <laughs> this is only going to be good news. <laughs> Mr. Edwards was arrested piloting a stolen, you know, small aircraft full of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> he landed in like this makeshift airfield, like at a farm. And this was a stolen plane. This amazes me more than the cocaine. <laughs> like a stole, he like stole a plane. How do you do that? <laughs> and, and he knows how to fly. Yeah. And it was just him and cocaine. <laughs> and this was the downfall of Ricky Edwards. Wow. And Ricky Edwards sprung immediately to mind when I saw this picture of Jeff Houston. Right. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Good stories all around. I, you know, I, uh, I don't want to imagine a world without Ricky Edwards and Jeff Houston. Yeah. I just don't, you know. You referred to it, I believe, as effing primo white lady was your... <laughs> yes. You, it was your yes. pretty excellent euphemism for cocaine. And then uh, a real nice touch here, uh, 
uh, Dane, that I, I really enjoyed. And I even uh, I even discussed it with my wife later on. You said uh, you said effing primo white lady followed by sweaty prayers hollered into a cordless microphone, and the the invocation of the cordless microphone to me is what wrapped up that post. Short but important post uh, wrapped it up with a nice bow around it. Shall I shall I give a reading? Yeah, but uh, can I actually ask? An, <laughs> this is a huge favor to ask of you. Is that uh-huh. because? I will be dealing. I'm dealing with new equipment, as I've mentioned. Oh, I skipped the curse word. Could you? Yeah, because I don't. Yeah. I'm not going to be as capable of deleting, uh, deleting that on this particular go around. Lucky for you, I have my male child there. <laughs> yes, and I'm trying not to curse in front of me. Mm-hmm. Deliver a read. Right. <clears throat> Jeff Hewson, disapproving pastor. Study closely the countenance of American baseball broadcaster Jeff Hewson. You'll notice the solid look of disapproval in tandem with the finest in evangelicals' choice menswear and hair tonic. The entirety of it provides Houston with a... How do you pronounce this in French? Mise-en-scene. Mise-en-scene that is known variously as Pastor Cocaine or Comptroller of Jonestown. <laughs> the look suggests a glowering reproach directed not at unruly adolescents, but rather at the repugnant iniquities of those Mather brothers, cotton and increase. <laughs> It also suggests a long history of group receptionists and several powdery lines of effing primo white lady followed by sweaty prayers hollered into a cordless microphone. In closing, Jeff Hewson might not be going to hell. Oop, I screwed that up. In closing, Jeff Hewson might be going to hell, but not before he sends you there. Mm. Yeah. Fin, fin. Uh, fin. Well. F-I-N. Fin. 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 I've uh, taken the... Uh, I might request a reading from you. I've taken the... Um, what is this? The opportunity while you were reading, Dane, to uh, type Gulfport, Mississippi into my Google Maps. Uh-huh. That is a f- little funny place you're from. <laughs> 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 that is... is that That's where you're from? That's your town? That's that's the, that's the, the town motto, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's a funny little... You're not actually... You're not far at all from New Orleans. Uh, no, about, uh, uh, you know, hour drive, maybe. Oh. Okay, right. Oh, yeah, in fact, uh, equidistant between uh, Mobile and New Orleans, is that about right? Yeah, roughly, yeah. Yeah, roughly, wow. Look at you in the map. Yeah, yeah look at that. Look at you yeah. and you're where you're from. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, yeah, no, I actually have been... Hmm. I have been... I don't know where it was precisely. I don't think it was in... I think it was over the line in Alabama. There was a restaurant, uh, maybe... Near, closer, yeah, like closer to Mobile, where my um, my grandparents uh, took me one time. They said, "You, we got to go to this restaurant." Uh-huh. Anyway, that's it. Uh, but I do know, I do remember about the uh, restaurant. What was it called? I don't remember, but I do remember uh-huh. that uh, hil- um, hilarity was present there okay, uh, yeah. because uh, the <clears throat> the men's room. It said, um, it said in very small words, it said, this is not, and then in a in much larger font, it said, the woman's room. <laughs> you see what happened there? I, I, uh, I can imagine the chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Oh. Now, listen, Dan. Redneck Riviera. Yeah. The, uh, this will have to be a shorter edition of, uh, uh, of, of your weekly appearance, so they have to. Be I understand you have pressing business. Pressing business that involves uh, 
We have a manager's meeting is what I need to tell you at Fangraphs. We have a manager's meeting. I'm a manager. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it should be noted that uh, you've pushed pushed back this recording a number of times. Yes. And I understand it's because of uh, trade deadline coverage, mostly going to trade deadline coverage. Is that right, Dane? Breaking hot deadline coverage, mm-hmm. yes. It's now, a busy week in the baseball world. Yeah, right. Now, is this because... Is For those he, actually beholden to the news cycle, yeah. like yourself. I'm not actually beholden busy to week. it, really. Yeah. Now, um, is this is this C. Trent Rosencrantz, is he doing this to you, Dane? C. Trent? C. Trent is nothing but a gentleman and a professional. He's not... He. It, this is not C. Trent Rosencrantz... Uh, uh, showing showing you who's boss. This is not an example. This this is a schedule showing me who's boss. Okay, this is not like you've told me off air a number of times. Yeah, right. C. Yeah. Trent, uh-huh. Trent Rosencrantz lording his his authority <laughs> over you. That's not this. C. Trent, a lovely gentleman, <laughs> is an absolute pleasure to work with. Okay. Uh. Well, then then I'm forced to expect it's that yep. it's Danny Nobler. Denny Nobler, <laughs> Denny Nobler, as you've noted a number of times, takes every opportunity to, to make it clear to you who is the who's merely a contributor to CBSSports.com and baseball, and who's the guy who is who's got all the contacts, who, uh-huh, who has all yeah. the, the industry sources, uh-huh. and who's just a little monkey who links to. Probably yeah. some of those sources uh, at all, et cetera. Yeah, and he's Mr. Saying, Nobbler, he, he's saying Dane are above me in station and achievement. He has been nothing but a gentleman to me. <laughs> he has been a pleasure to work with. I would not change a thing. Hmm. A gentleman and a great baseball man. That is Dane Nobbler. Yeah. Well, then I'm forced. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm forced then. <laughs> To conclude... Say something about Cronkite, I'm hanging up. <laughs> I'm forced to conclude <laughs> that your schedule has been altered and you have been subjugated by none, none other than Leslie Moonves, the president and CEO of, of CPS. That Leslie Moonves himself has emailed you and forced you to work Above and beyond those hours stipulated by your original contract, <laughs> and it has threatened you with the termination of your employment should you choose. <laughs> should you choose? Although not to I have not had the privilege and pleasure of interacting with Mr. Moonves directly. Moonves, uh, sorry, yeah, sorry, I only see in print. Yeah, <laughs> he's never interacted with me. He, he, I'm not under his thumb. I'm not under his I, corporate uh, thumb. I know his reputation as a sterling captain of industry, and I have nothing but the highest respect for him. And it is a privilege. It is a privilege to serve at his pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) How's that? That's not what you. That's not usually what you say off air, but I understand. (laughs) We've gone on at length, Dan. Written. Well, you told me you hope Appleman gets AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, the trade deadline. I uh, I almost Dane 
I almost formed the beginning of a thought about the pleasures and anxieties caused by the trade deadline for the uh-huh. for the leisured baseball fan. Uh-huh. Because, yeah. so, if, if I might submit, the pleasures provided by baseball, the pleasure it facilitates beyond that sort uh, provided by Team Allegiance, and that's an important pleasure for some people, but the pleasure beyond that, I believe, is twofold. Um, mm-hmm. One is because of just the sheer volume of teams and personnel and the data that those things produce across mm-hmm. all levels, not just Major League, not just the Major League level. There are myriad learning opportunities, Lear- and learning is something that releases dopamine uh, d- releases the transmitter dopamine into our dumb brains. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So, so, for example, recently uh, we've had the opportunity to learn about Daniel Straley, Oakland Athletics right-handed pitching prospect Daniel Straley. Okay. This is not someone about whom I had heard of a month ago, and yet yeah. uh, recently I've been uh, I've been introduced to him and his accomplishments on the baseball diamond, and uh, uh-huh. those have excited me. Have you me. pondered him at length? I have. I've, I've, I've spent... Uh, I've sp- I've spent more time in the last 24 hours thinking about him than I have uh, about my wife. <laughs> in any case, uh, for example, also yesterday we got we got our first uh, high-definition look at Mets right-handed pitching prospect and seeming ubermensch Matt Harvey. Yes, I believe that was a color television look at him, too. It was. It was, yes. Yeah. Technicolor. Yeah. Where available. Right. <laughs> yes. Uh, and that was very exciting. We got to learn about Matt Harvey in real time. Yes, I, I uh, watched a good portion of his start last night. And it was I a good was start. Most impressed. It was a good start. Yes, it was a good start. That labored at times. Yeah, but sometimes but. not. I mean, he was throwing ninety-five easy. It yes. seemed like um, it's going to be exciting to watch his next start. Uh, now, what I will say beyond that is that is that uh, another pleasure that baseball provides is that unlike football, for example, football football is a is a sport which facilitates events. Right? There is a Sunday game, and the, almost all the games take place on Sunday. Everything leads up to the Sunday game, and it is an event. You, and it is for imbeciles. Fart. <laughs> I'm not talking about that right now. That is, okay. but if, for the, for those who do enjoy football, it is because of the event like nature of it. It, right. it demands of you to stop what you are doing unless what you are doing is eating and drinking. It invites you to stop all the other <laughs> yeah. acts, um, and it invites We're you sitting. to pay attention. It invites yeah. you to pay attention. Baseball does not generally ask you to do that. Right. It is there. It is ubiquitous. There is a game uh-huh. every day. There is um, people paying most, paying maybe half of their attention to those games, and that's what's happening. Yes. Okay. It's possible to cook a meal. It yeah, is, it. right. And you can have the radio one. It's possible to disappoint your wife sexually <laughs> while that is happening, right? Uh, yeah, to the, uh, uh, I guess, to the graveled voice of, uh, what is it, Ricky Hatton? No, not Ricky Hatton. Who's, uh, who's the, uh, the K-Mox <laughs> color Ricky man? Ricky Hatton, the no, English boxer? English, no, no. Who's the, who's no, the, Ricky uh, Horton? Is he the, no, no. Who's the, the graveled voiced? Al Herbosky? No, color man for KMOX Radio. This is one... Mike Shannon? Mike Shannon, yes, who's rumored to do... He usually um, does uh, play-by-play a lot. Oh, he does. He does a considerable amount of drinking before the seventh inning, is what I've heard. 
he uh I, I adore Mike Shannon. Yes. And uh uh the Cubs and Cardinals played on the occasion of uh of Ron Santos induction. And he simply could not stop talking about drinking with Ron Santo. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. This is wait, this is from a yeah. recent game? Is this from a recent game? Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, like last last week or last weekend or whatever when the when the Cubs were in uh, in St. Louis. Yeah. And the Cubs were in St. Louis, and you think that I would love to find that and. Um, and uh, yeah, he made an appearance in the Cubs booth, and uh, uh, earlier I think it was maybe the previous game. Uh, Lynn Casper mentioned to Bob Brindley something to the effect of you used to go, you used to tag along with with Ron Santo to Mike Shannon's restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I understand you don't remember many of those evenings. Len Casper said that. Yes, to Bob Brindley. To, to that effect. And like Bob that. Brindley said? No, I do not. <laughs> or something to that effect, yes. Well, Bob Brindley's more he's more of a button-down fellow. Um, I, I saw Bob Brindley smoking a cigarette at the winter meetings, uh, I think, in 2002. <laughs> Breaking, America. Yes, yes, yes. Breaking Exclusive. news. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, well, I would like to maybe we can find out where I could get some of that audio. And in any case, I would love to drink with Mike Shannon and Ron Santo. That's right. Point. Yeah, they would not um, drink with me though. Right. But in any case, what, oh yeah, the point. So the trend did, uh, so baseball uh, beyond team allegiance offers two sorts of pleasure, facilitates two sorts of pleasure. The sort that um, one do, can derive from the sheer amount of data produced by the game, and not just numerical but also qualitative. Secondly, mm-hmm. um, that sort of um, this sort of comfort, I guess, it provides, this sort of sense of security and that it's always there. It's ubiquitous. For those of us whose mothers did not love them enough, yes, right. it provides a, a surrogate. There was always baseball. Right. Now, yeah. the trade deadline um, provides <coughs> it, it does a lot for that one sort of pleasure where we are excited about <coughs> learning new things because yes. there, are, there are players switching teams and there are rumors about players switching teams. True. And it's very exciting. New data all the time. The other thing, it do, but the thing, the problem that I do, the thing that I do not like with it is that it creates event-like situations for baseball. And baseball, I think, is best experienced when those that is not happening. I do not mm-hmm. like it to demand my attention. I like it to mm-hmm. be there. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's saying, right. look at this trade. Look at this thing is happening. And then frequently, right. yeah, one must write an article about those things happening. Yeah. That's that would not be fun. an awful article. Yeah. There's nothing interesting to say about it. To I, I don't like the trade deadline. Right. Uh, not you know not not only because it disrupts my life, but because uh, it's just not that important. You know. I mean, you know, we've all we're all aware that uh, the importance of, of trade deadline deals is ever stated, at least in the near term. Blah blah blah. But it's just the uh, it's just the sheer emphasis and the signal to noise ratio. And all that that I find, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I find it unbaseball like. Yeah, it is. Un- yeah, I'm glad we've agreed on that. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, two more things. Before I do have to go here in like three, four minutes. Uh, two more things. Oh, what a shame. Two more things briefly. Uh, I've recently. Um, you need goldfish you know that, at that meeting. You know that sometimes I like to alter tweets. Yes, I do. Uh, yeah. It's a great effect. I should add. Yeah, do what a, again. One of the least read things at at the already <laughs> poorly. <laughs> Red. I believe one commenter expressed his displeasure with it. He did not like it. He did not like it. And he knew, which maybe other readers did not, he knew that I had altered it. Yeah, that in fact, 
that in fact, um, what's his name? Cookie Monster. Who's the backup catcher? Uh, Corky Romano. Who's the backup catcher sometimes for the Cubs? You know what I'm thinking about? Coy Hill. Coy Hill. Uh, that in some that um, that Coy Hill getting designated for assignment. That Coy Hill did did not in fact put the ass into into assignment. He suggested that was not a tweet from the official MLB account, official Chicago Cubs Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, okay. but so so I've actually uh, uh, found another one from the Cubs account. It was originally uh, based. It was like a <laughs> like a, a bobblehead giveaway, um, but I want to change it to congratulations to El Parada Twitter handle. For winning uh-huh. today's blank giveaway, <laughs> for winning today's blank giveaway, I've con- I've I've considered a couple of options. One of them okay. was uh, was a black market kidney giveaway, um, or just kidney giveaway. Um, I also considered briefly um, a prostitute giveaway. Could I uh, could I uh, submit for your consideration? Colonel Sanders' withered remains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. Okay, good, good. Yeah, yeah. That uh, that is that is a tweet that uh, contains multitudes. Mm-hmm. We might you could even mad lib it with commenters. Yeah. Oh, oh yes, Twitter oh. mad lib. Yes. Oh, that's actually yeah. good. I and I would trust our readers to do a good job. I, I would too. I yeah. Would and too. what would you call that? Twitter Madlib. Yeah. Why not? Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's too, that's actually best. That's best. And maybe I could suggest one, but uh. And you could pick a winner and then unveil it in the next post. Yeah, up. that's that's a that's a Dane Perry trick. That's two posts for one. <laughs> you use that. <laughs> you use that with some frequency. I know. You know, any any idea for a post has to be beaten to, into submission. Yeah. You know? No, I understand. Okay, uh, and quickly before I go, because I noticed the Dark Overlord is now actually online on Skype. Uh, ah. I have been tasked. Wish. I have been uh, tasked with writing the Sunday night baseball post for ESPN because there are five Sundays in July. There are five Sundays in July. Uh, Dave Cameron is assigned uh, posts of the other four for the other four Sundays. But he realized there's a fifth Sunday in July, so now I've been tasked with writing the Sunday Night Baseball post, whatever that is. And, yeah, you mentioned last time off-air that you've really been put out by his lack of commitment lately, Dave Cameron. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but whatever. I had to go. Uh, I, I suggested to our editor that we do um, an article about how the entire fan bases for the, the Yankees and Red Sox should jump off a bridge that has been denied. Uh, do you have any suggestions, any other things that I can pass along? Ideas for articles? <laughs> Do one on how Steve Bertoon looks like he smells. <laughs> looks like he smells. Wait, that's actually confusing. Do you mean it's like he looks like he smells? Like yeah. Like you, like you have only ever seen Steve Bertoon. You've been in his presence. You've only smelled him. But then afterwards, when you saw him, you're saying, "Oh, he looks like he smells." <laughs> Like or you, do you mean like you, he when looks you survey like he, Steve Bertoon, you think, I bet he smells. I bet he's a foul-smelling you man. Yeah, you, you mean he has a foul odor. Because when you said he looks like he smells, that's like... Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no. 
He appears as though he would smell. Okay, right. So I don't believe that, but I'm saying that's a topic for you. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll float that and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Dane. You I do, do a bullet point list of why he looks that way. I do have to get going, but uh, I would like to thank you for, for joining us for what little time you could afford uh, and that has not been taken up um, by the uh, the vice-like grip of C. Trent Rosencrantz and Danny Nalba <laughs> on, on your life and in, 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 in time. I have so many instant messages from Danny Nalba right now asking me what the hell I'm doing. Okay. All right. Take, take your day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all, right. all right, so I'm going to say uh, that's Dane Perry. I'm Carson Stilley. This has been Fangraphs Audio. I'm hitting stop on the record right now. Keep the record.